I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. All right. How many minutes are we at? I have no idea. T- Are we recording? No. Oh, was I supposed to? <laughs> Welcome to Talking Tofu, the over 33-minute podcast about the vegan snacks that touch our lives. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about dinner at Ticonderoga Club in Atlanta and Trader Joe's gluten-free battered plant-based fish fillets we'll also try the reese's zero proof margarita wow mm-hmm. i'm coming in a little bit uh tinny are you a little bit echoey huh yeah my voice doesn't have the usual golden tones that it that it typically has hey listeners do i have a good voice not just this episode because it's not good on this episode but in general let me know Hey, I wish I knew that we were doing these things. Yeah. It, you, the script was not available until just now. Mm-hmm. I'd like time to remember my trip to Ticonderoga Club <laughs> is my point. I'll go first. That's not a lot of time. That's and, putting a lot of pressure on and me. And I wrote down what you got. I wrote down what you got. Well, that's just creepy. Because we shared everything. And so I tasted everything. So I wrote down what you got and what I got. Except your cocktails, you'll have to remember. Okay. Well, I only had one cocktail. Well, there you go. Three times. <laughs> How are you? I am good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to talk more about it? Doesn't I... have to be skating related. I see you reaching for skating-specific news. Well. Just talk about what's going on in your life. Well. I can't talk about what's going on in my life because then you'll yell at me about jinxing stuff. Yeah, we don't talk about things in the future. Right. So I, my foot injury is all better. I have uh, been skating with zero bandages. Oh, I mean, it still looks on. like yeah. a nightmare. Now hold on. <laughs> From a pain perspective, okay. all better. Okay. It does still look like a nightmare. Yeah. But someone asked me how I was doing uh, last night and I was like, you know what? I don't have any bandages and it doesn't hurt at all. Hmm. So, and I was really practicing and working hard last night. So, yeah. Um, I at w- roller skating. At roller skating. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At roller sleigh. Well, that's a good space. You know how I know? Because I purchased some roller skates this weekend and then I went out to that same space that you went to last night to skate. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It's very exciting. Is it? I'm brimming. I fell. Of course you did. I got, I got, Two, what's what's the what's the term? My eyes were bigger than my stomach, but the skating equivalent of that. Oh, overly confident. Now, 
Is your eyes too big for your stomach, meaning that you're overly confident? No, it means you're taking more food than you can eat. That's it. You took more food than you could eat. Okay. Overly confident. You thought overly- you could go down that hill, but maybe not yet. I no. A, I'm never confident, so it's impossible to be overly confident. <laughs> but B, I think I pushed myself too hard mm-hmm. to achieve. And then I got into my head. Do you even know what I did? Do you even know how I fell? I was right behind you. Oh, no, you weren't. Yes, I was. Oh, I no, saw you, you start to go down the hill and I was like, let me just follow him in case something happens. You happened. weren't right behind me, though. No, no, no. But I was like not far behind you. I was behind you. I know, that you, were be- you. I know that you were behind I me. I was following. The whole city was behind me. Mm-hmm. They were all going, Dave, no, Dave. that's not what Dave. I mean. I just, yes, you were technically in the position that was behind me, but you were like 50 yards away from me. So tell me what happened. There's a bump. There is a bump. There's a little metal plate. Yeah. Why would you do that? I was confidently going down this hill because I'd gone down a couple of hills and was like, I could do this. What's so different about the path? I'll tell you what's different about the path. It has this big metal bump going through it that I didn't realize until I was already at speed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to stop yet. No. So what I did was I thought to myself, I'll simply stagger my skates. Correct. As my wife says. Yes. I don't know what that means, but I'll simply do that. <laughs> and so then I did it. And as I approached the bump, I said, actually, what I think I'll do is I think I'll lift one skate up and set it down on the other side of the bump and then lift up the other skate. Like I'll step over the bump while I'm skating. That is a doable thing. If you're a skater, yes. Yes. I lifted up my, my skate and then I fell because I'm only used to skating on two skates. And then... I fell and I did a pretty good fall. My knee bent behind me, but I was wearing knee pads and I was hitting the knee pads and I was like, oh, wow, that didn't hurt. And then I heard a guy with his kids playing baseball in the park go, ooh. (laughs) And so I just sat there. I did okay otherwise, though. You're good. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess you did did do okay otherwise. I'm thinking. I was waiting for you to. Oh, sorry. Watch in. I was, I'm thinking about that guy. I feel like when people do that, especially if the, it didn't hurt that badly, but it looks bad, I feel like a tough cookie. You don't, you didn't feel like a tough cookie. You no. felt embarrassed. I felt like I'd pushed myself too hard. Yeah. And then you tried to coach me yeah. and you were pushing me hard. And I was like, I, I've seen what happens when you push yourself too hard. Yeah. You tried to coach me into being hard Mm. it didn't work no i rejected it yeah my teaching style is not for you yeah (laughs) well sometimes it is yeah just in that case yeah you you turned into a real uh suck it up champ me yeah sorry yeah that's what i try to do because i want to keep going yeah i I did suck it up i got back up and i kept skating yeah you did I, i continued to push myself just not in that specific direction I got to say, we only skated for about an hour. I usually skate for a lot longer. But what I did yesterday or Sunday with you was drilling like dance moves that I uh, need to work on. Mm -hmm. And I was exhausted after like I was sitting down before we left. You skated longer than me on Sunday. I got so tired. It was wild. I've got a lot of energy and strength. Well, that's true. That's what I got going for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. 
That was Skating oh. Corner. What? No, we're not. We're not going to do a segment. That's the last time we both talk about skating. <laughs> no, it's not. Listen, her lights, camera, action. It's talking toe views. That's right. It's talking toe views. This is a segment of the podcast where we talk about the world of pop culture visual that we're consuming. Mm-hmm. You've got an orange script. Yes. Because it's spooky season. Spooky season. Is that why? No. It's because I save all the printouts that get sent home with our kid. And then I use the backs to print our scripts. I haven't read that one. Is it printed orange because it's spooky season? Oh, I don't read them anymore because I subscribed to the school calendar and it's all on there. (laughs) I don't have time to click on websites. I want paper. Okay. Well, you can have this after we record. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, spooky season is upon us. Spooky season. Orange paper or not. And one might say, no better season to watch a few Buffy episodes. <gasps> and to that, I will say, had a different idea. <laughs> I have finally, talk about bravery, talk about confidence. I have mustered up the confidence to decide that I am going to watch all the Saw movies between October 1st and October 31st. That's huge. Today is October 2nd. 3rd. 3rd. Mm-hmm. And I've watched three Saw movies oh, in the past three days. Oh my gosh. How many are there? There are 10. I will not be seeing Saw X in theaters because I am too much of a coward. <laughs> and, and a spoiler alert, I'm not enjoying them very much. <laughs> but but you're going to keep going? Well, here's the thing. Okay. I used to be... Too scared to watch a scary movie, right? Mm-hmm. You knew that that me. I did know that you. And now I'm Scary Dave. <laughs> yeah. That's, you call me that. Yeah, I call you that all because the time. You call me that because I, I like scary movies now. Yeah. Not yeah. for any other reasons. Yeah. Yeah, you call me Scary Dave. Well, now I'm Scary Dave. But, so... In my life, not watching scary movies, I was still fascinated by what would happen during the scary movies. So I looked them all. I looked up all the Saw movies. I would do other movies too. But I looked up all the Saw movies on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about Wikipedia, but it's user the the there aren't writers for Wikipedia. No, it's I just mean anybody does it. Yeah. You mean are there writers? I mean there are there are people doing the writing, but they're they're not. Hired, but Wikipedia doesn't have writing staff. Yeah, they're just average dummies writing anything for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff. Except for whoever's fun. maintaining the talking tofu wi- wiki. Yeah. 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 You're a hero. Yeah. And very smart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout out to you, Piss Freak 404. <laughs> so we're watching. I'm what? So I read all the, the Wikipedia entries for Saul, and they don't make any sense. Like, and I don't think that it's a, because it's a convoluted story. I think it's because it's poorly written. Mm-hmm. Like the person is talking. It's like a second grader telling you a story about what happened at school. Oh, no. Like, and then Amanda comes out and yells at so-and-so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. So I have that in my head. But I've got like the beats, the loose trajectory in my head of the Saw movies. So then I watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. I've done three movies into the Saw movies. The Wikipedia was not far off. <laughs> it's very confounding. It's like a soap opera. Really? It's like a soap opera in 
like a bad, like a like a daytime soap opera that doesn't really have a point, in that it just keeps flashing back. Like it does have a point of trying to tell a story, but it, it keeps flashing back for convenience to like flesh out the story more and make it make more sense or mm-hmm. whatever's happening at that moment make more sense. But it all feels very like from the hip, just like what if it was like this now, you know, <laughs> punctuated with just terrible torture scenes. Like, and that's that's the problem that I'm having. I'm here for the convoluted plot. I'm not here for the torture. No. And I think that's maybe a flip of what I'm supposed to be there for. Mm-hmm. Like I'm supposed to be there for those scenes and put up with the convoluted plot. But I want to be like, how does this guy get his disciples? What do his disciples do? How does he get the money to make all these traps? Where does he get the real estate to have all these traps? Why does he own all these properties? Um, how does he get like all this medical equipment into his house? He's dying of cancer. And he wants, hey, spoil, uh, saw spoilers. He's dying of cancer. And he wants other people to appreciate their lives. I so see. that's why he puts them through these trials. Mm. That's how it starts. Gets gets weirder. But the first one, I thought was really good. Oh. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, no, I, go I was going to say, does it go steeply downhill after that? I don't know if it goes steeply downhill. It just like morphs into something that I'm less and less into. Mm-hmm. And it's directly correlated with the amount of torture that's in the movie. The more so torture, the, first, right. the more you like it. The first one, no. I'm hey. joking. <laughs> Get me so upset. He's so mad, this everybody. Is important. Talk about scary days. It's important. He's so bad right now. This, it starts out, and it's, I was surprised it's pretty torture light. Like, it's got some torture in it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty torture light. It's mostly like these guys trapped in a room and things are weird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm here for that. Like, give me more of that. Mm-hmm. And then the second one comes along. It's like 40% more torture. That's a big jump. Third one comes along. Yeah. First 20 minutes, there are three separate torture scenes. Jeez Louise. And I'm just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And it's like actively trying to gross you out, actively trying to unsettle you. And I'm like, if it keeps going in this direction... I'm not going to have a very good month, but I'm not going to stop watching it. I'm not going to pull a Buffy here. Oh. I'm going to keep watching. Oh, no. What? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep watching Buffy after I finish Saw. Gotcha. So I got six more to go. In 27 days. 28 days. You got this. Except for five of those days, we'll be out of town. Stop. Oh. You're going to jinx it. Never mind. Never You're going to jinx it. Forget it, listener. You'll hear about it when we return. Um... What else are we watching? We don't ever see each other, so we don't watch TV together. We just help, finished. I can't help but think that things are falling apart. We ju- what are you talking about? We just finished the after party. That's right. Your thoughts? We already talked about this. Oh, okay. We, we feel same the same thoughts, way. Yeah. Same thoughts. We same kind thoughts. kind of on it. Blah. It was fun. Blah. There were two episodes that were very well written. Mm-hmm. And the rest was kind of blah. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. What are you going to do? I think that's a classic case of you win some, you lose some. Yeah, I think that's right. This time we lost some. Can't wait to watch season three. No, there's not going to be a season three. Are there, you sh- there's no way. I don't know. Maybe they will. It's going to be another wedding. Why? It'll be their wedding. Why? And there'll be a murder at it. They're already married, aren't they? No, they're dating. The whole thing was he was going to ask her. Becky. Yeah. There's the epilogue. They show up. You're going to have to take this out. They show up on the set of the after party movie a year later when they're married. 
Oh, yeah. Visiting Tiffany Haddish. <gasps> Murder on the set. That's what it's going to be. I don't. I. It better not be. Whatever. But Who it cares? will. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Lights. Camera. Action. It's talking toe views. Side note. There was a corgi today at pickup at school. Mm-hmm. And every single person, as soon as they noticed the corgi, said, Corgi! Mm. I was talking to Ashley and we were mid- mid-sentence, and I was like, Ashley, it's a corgi. She said, I know. I saw the corgi. And then the kid came running over and grabbed my arm and said, Mom, did you see the corgi? And then there were like all these kids around the corgi. And then the kid came back over to me and said, we're going to take the corgi for a walk. Can I come? And huh. they walked around the field with Aww. the corgi. All these children following like in a herd. Um, it was very funny. It was like the corgi arrived and you could hear just like corgi, corgi. Corgi, corgi, there's a corgi. It was Monorail. very funny. Monorail. Monorail. <laughs> it was exactly like that. Yeah. Anyway. Good story. That dog was smiling so big, and I bet it, it's because I every bet. time that dog goes anywhere, yeah. they get that reception. <laughs> yeah. So we had a date night with some other couples. Yeah, we did. This was a quadruple date. Yes, it was. Quadruple date. Quadruple? Quintuple. Quadruple. Quintuple? Quadruple. Quadruple. No, triple. Quadruple. Quadruple. Me and you. Mm-hmm. Patty, Patty and Blake. Blake. Allison and Kevin. Fiona and Mike. I can do math. I wasn't counting me and you. <sighs> and just like I say, <laughs> we spend less and less time together. Things are falling apart. Everything is so great. What are you talking about? I just can't help but think. Maybe things are... You don't use a muscle starts to atrophy oh boy i'm not being specific i'm saying that our marriage is the muscle <laughs> okay it's figurative i'm pulling up my notes yeah so we went to ticonderoga we went club to ti- go ahead <laughs> i was trying to get us back on track no you set I the insist. T- please i insist i'm okay. sitting back now so we went to ti- I'll just be over here okay so we went to ticonderoga club we went to Ticonderoga Club. It's mm-hmm. inside of Crog Street Market. Um, we went with these three other couples who they have all gone there a lot. I have only been there one time to get a mocktail. I've never been there to eat. Do you think they have all gone there a lot? They, that, that's all, a strange... they all seemed very familiar with the menu. Or maybe it was just the people sitting by us. The people at the other end of the table, I don't know what they were doing. Who knows? But the people sitting by us... We're very familiar with like the menu and what was going to happen. And um, the friend who made the reservation uh, was smart enough to get the captain's table, which is a big eight top table. This was an organized effort to get the captain's table. It worked. Yeah. And the captain's table is like in this lofted area and it's the only table up there and it seats eight. And um, it's really cool. You get some cool views. You can look down and see the rest of the bar area which is very mm-hmm. fun also a side note i used the bathroom while we were there whoa i know she pees and i um the wallpaper in the bathroom is so incredible i took a video of it and sent it to my friend liz it's all animals wearing dapper outfits and like doing people stuff it was very funny and That's cute fun. so we had heard that ticonderoga club had some great vegan options but we'd never well, been when we were there having cocktails, we looked at their food menu and identified quite a few. Right. And we, uh, with the people we were there with, 
mm-hmm. agreed that we should do a dinner there. Yes. Which is what kicked all of this off. Um, yeah, let me tell the real story. Okay, Dave's going to take over. I listening. just did. Oh. I'm just saying that's the real story. I'm oh. not taking over anything. I'm still on break. So we, <laughs> so we arrived at the Ticonderoga Club. We walked up the stairs like some fancy VIPs. And what's the vibe? What is the vibe? It's kind of like funky bohemian, lots of like ephemera all over the place. It's the kind of bar that would have red wallpaper in the bathroom with mm. pictures of animals wearing jaunty outfits and doing people stuff. I get a depressing Christmas Eve in New York City by yourself vibe in 1956. Mm. And that's a good thing. Yes, but there's also a lot of lore. The menu yeah. makes it feel like there's a lot of like old-timey lore surrounding this place. It's a cool vibe. It's like dimly lit, which I always appreciate, and just um and very chill also. Yeah. Yes. So we walked up the stairs. We got to the table. Everyone else was already there, even though we were on time. <laughs> we were late. Oh, were we late? Yes. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I hate being late. Because um, we rode our bikes. Oh, that's right. We rode our bikes. Took longer than we everybody thought Everybody got there in like a five-minute span. And then you had to go to the bathroom right when we got there. Mm-hmm. So that made us a little bit late. Oh, yeah. I used the bathroom in Crock Street Market. Yeah, used the bathroom twice. <gasps> oh, my gosh. On this date. Yes, on this date. So we started out with drinks. My first drink was the turn left it was a mocktail and it was like a zesty sparkling limeade it was very lovely it was just like crisp and refreshing and tart and just really nice i had the buckskin playmate which was bourbon rye whiskey madeira a sweet vermouth bitters and pastis 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 i think it was fantastic it is Probably my favorite cocktail in Atlanta right now and has been since the first time I tried it, which was when we went out for drinks in the aforementioned visit. So the turn left was a citrus cordial with fresh lime, soda, and tonic water. And the tonic water made it extra special. Uh, If you like that kind of, I'm trying to think of the word for it, like tannic flavor, it it was really nice. I feel like tonic water really makes a a mocktail taste like cocktail level fancy. Are you going to get mad at me if I tell you I hate tonic water? I think it's a repulsive. It's like the eggplant of drinks. Yeah, it tastes medicinal. No, no. It tastes like... It tastes like somebody lied to you. (laughs) Okay. It tastes like, hey, I'm, I'm lemon, but I'm not. I'm lime, but I'm not. In fact, I might be spoiled. It is like sour plus bitter, which really works for me, especially if it's mixed with the right other flavors. But um, I've never liked it. Oh, I love it. I've never liked it. What should I have it with? Don't say gin. Don't say gin. I think mixing it with grapefruit would be good. Grapefruit and tonic water. Yeah. You think I'm going to buy tonic water for that? I'll drink it. The answer is no. I won't. He won't, everybody. And while we're talking about Seagram's, I bought Fever Tree ginger beer Mm -hmm. to make in a cocktail. It's not Seagram's, but they make ginger beer too. No, they make ginger ale. 
which is a relative of ginger beer. Are you okay? Fever tree. Yes. <laughs> okay. Fever tree makes a ginger beer mm-hmm. that I bought for cocktails. Garbage. Might as well be ginger ale. Really? No teeth. No bite at all. Boo. I need to get punched in the stomach by a ginger beer. And that's an expensive ginger it is. beer. It's $8. And they're tiny cans. $12 at Soberish. Ugh. $8 at Kroger. Boo. But you know at Kroger, what's four ninety nine? Twelve 12-pack of Kroger ginger beer, which is the goat of ginger beer. It is so true. The best ginger beer in the world. Are you writing that? Don't put, Hell yeah. You don't need to put all of this stuff in the show notes is, is the point that I keep making to you. I looked last week. I don't always look. I mm-hmm. looked last week. Mm-hmm. Fucking novel in there. <laughs> the thing that David talked about it, 18 minutes and 33 seconds was a music song that he heard when he was in middle school. Here's a link to the Apple Music page. A friend told me when we were getting ready to start doing the podcast, a good friend who I trust told me that the podcasts that she listened to that are informational in any way, and even though we make a lot of fun of this show, we are talking about, at the end of the day, like resources like vegan foods and stuff, And she said she finds the show notes helpful if she can't remember, if she wants to go back. It also helps me down the road if I'm like, what was the episode where we talked about Kroger ginger beer? Because I'll link to it in the show notes if we talk about it again so that listeners can go back and hear what we had to say about it back in the day, for example. One, Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like a very good friend who's mindful of your time and your workload. (laughs) Two, show notes... More like GTFO notes. Okay. Like, get them out of there. Don't worry about them. The listeners are cool. They don't care about that shit. Listener, do you ever refer to the show notes? Let, let us know. If I, I, I'll give you a, a week to let me know. If you do. A week from today, if you Friday, do, October 6th. Yes. If you do, let us know. Yeah. I'm saying, if you do, comma, let us know. I'm not saying, if you do, let us know, then there's another part of the sentence. I'm saying, if you do, use the notes. I know I'm tapping the table a lot. <laughs> Stop looking at me. You, you want me to be more engaged on the podcast, and then you get upset at the ways that I've become more engaged on the podcast. Ah, it's scary so Dave again. I'm folding my arms, and I'm refusing to participate. From this moment on. Can we please talk about what we ate at Ticonderoga Club? I've been begging to. Great. So this dish that I ordered is something that I was excited to order, just like Dave from the previous visit. When we looked at the... This dish, this dish. This dish, this dish. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I didn't want to lose that. No, no, you had to do it then. That was the moment. Um... I we when we were scout, scanning the recipe the recipe when we were scanning the menu uh-huh. for vegan options, I saw this and was like, well, that's what I'm gonna get. It is called Poe's eggplant. Let me tell you about Poe's eggplant. First of all, listener, as you know, I never get to have eggplant. My family hates it because they're monsters. Hey, hey, yes. One episode ago, what did I say? I know. Well, one episode ago. All of this was previous to that. I know, but you're just grinding your teeth. Did you write in your notes, I never get to have eggplant? Or is that a sentiment that you're representing right now? That's was, Let me see your notes. No, my notes are very skeletonless. Okay. I'm on the menu now. So you are representing that as a current position, despite what we talked about last week. Yeah. You're not, as you, as you threw out there, <laughs> you're not transporting yourself to your mindset 
back then. Okay. Just saying. I ordered Apology the, accepted. the Pose eggplant, jasmine rice, Thai basil, mint, Thai chilies, toasted coconut, and Bali sauce. This was like a sweet and spicy eggplant stir fry, and I was living for it. It was so good. The eggplant was tender. The sauce was super flavorful. I ordered a side of their chili crisp because they make their own in-house chili crisp. Yeah. Um, and I put that on there, and it made it even better. And what a dream. What a delight. Ugh. Would eat again in a heartbeat. So I had some of it. Yes. Did not care for it. Do you know why? <laughs> because of the eggplant. Because of the eggplant. It's the main part of the dish. Yeah. And I did not like the taste of it. Yeah. I didn't like the taste of the eggplant primarily. The other stuff probably probably liked it, mm-hmm. but couldn't get past that eggplant. You're not supposed to. Do you want to know what you ordered? I know what I ordered. Okay. I ordered. The... I wrote it down for you. Listener, let me tell you a little something that happened today, by the way. <laughs> what What's happening? You, for dinner tonight. Yes. We're recording after dinner. It's talking Tofu Nights. Nights. You made, what did you make? I made a loaded baked potato casserole that I'm testing for the blog. Yeah, what was in it? Potatoes, green onion, tomato, bacon, broccoli. Uh, cream sauce, broccoli. Cheese. Cheese on top. More green onion and bacon on top. What's today? It's the 3rd of October, Dave. What month does October come after? I plead the 5th. What month? You've got a calendar. Well, my phone's... It died. It comes after September. Mm-hmm. What's special about... We did a potato-themed month, and the, <laughs> the week after that month, you make this... Delightful dish. A week after probably the most content-starved month of the entire <laughs> podcast. And you make this baked potato dish. Then I look at the script for the first time. And you have a new potato chip <laughs> I that was, you have bought. I was trying to get us to eat those those chips throughout September, And you were like, next week. Next you should have insisted. I'd, I'm not so rigid that I can't be... Don't look at me like that. I can be talked into whatever. That's not true. You're making it sound like it was my decision to make poor decisions for four weeks. And that's not true either. (laughs) No, that was a joint joint effort. Exactly. We fail together. I had the... Are you done? Hell yeah. I I had the vegan noodle... I'll just get this over with. I had the vegan noodle bowl. It's a chilled noodles... With buckwheat noodles, local vegetables, sesame, toasted nori, and cool shiitake dashi. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. I, it was huge. And it had the chili crisp in it as well. It, it was did. like at it the bottom. The You're supposed to mix it up. Yeah. You got to mix the whole thing up. It comes like in a nice little presentation and then you mix it up. Mm-hmm. Mix it all up together. Yeah. Big serving. It's, it was Enough huge. Enough to share. I got to tell you, I was really excited about it, but... It could have used more chili crisp. It came out kind of bland. I thought it was bland as well. Yeah. I thought it was very bland. I I'll also... get it again, though, and I'll give it more chili crisp. Yeah. Yeah. Get extra chili crisp. Yeah. Didn't we also get the wok veg as a starter? Did we? We did. We did. We did. Okay. We got the wok veg as a starter. It was seasonal veggies. This mm-hmm. time it was baby bok choy and broccolini. 
and it was lovely. So much garlic and ginger, and the broccolini was like crispy on the top, mm-hmm. but not like overdone, just like a little bit of crispness. Oh, so good. Such yeah. a nice starter. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it too. Yeah. Yeah. So the wa- uh, the wok veg is, um, see, like I think it rotates based on whatever veggies are looking good to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think our server said it's always vegan. You might want to double check if you're there, but as far as I know, that that's what he said. So after dinner, we got second rounds of drinks. Yeah. I ordered the Saline Sibling, which is a, another mocktail. And that one was lime, ginger, more tonic, hibiscus, and salt. And um, y'all, this drink blew me away. It was spicy from the ginger. It had like a sour bitterness from the tonic and even more sourness from the hibiscus and the lime. And that little bit of salt made it all pop. And it was incredible. I have a new fave that I'll be ordering if we go back to Ticonderoga Club. I mean, I think we'll go back, right? Yeah. I meant I was, I was mid-sentence i was saying anytime soon if we go back anytime soon they they strike me as a place that changes their menu Mm, they strike me as a place that does not Mm. Hmm. yeah i guess we're a house divided only time will tell yeah i guess our marriage is just kind of actually since sorry our marriage is great Uh since um we we went there one previous time for drinks Mm -hmm. and the drink i ordered means that I've had all three of their mocktails that are on their menu. I got the teacup, which was mint tea, pineapple, sorghum, and lemon. Sorghum and lemon. Doesn't that sound like ooh, but it was kind of boring. More ew? It was just like okay. It was kind of like an iced tea. Like it wasn't sweet enough really. I I didn't love it. But the other two were both incredible. Mm. So just stick to those. Turn left and the saline sibling. I had another buckskin playmate. Yeah you did. Yeah. And then I like I got a lot of big opinions after that for some reason. You did? Yeah. After the second I'm just one? Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I had two cocktails and got loud. That was my <laughs> You didn't get loud. I didn't? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. It was loud in there. On a scale, Dave, of one to yes. ten um, buckskin playmates. <laughs> I couldn't do that. On a scale of one to ten scary Daves, how many scary Daves would you give? Well, to answer that question, I would simply remind you that we do not rate our takeout like that and that we just say, it was good, would go again. Would go again. Looking forward to it. More eggplant. Oh, wait, sorry, one more thing. Because when the server found out we were vegan, we got the whole, this is all the vegan stuff. And I will just say that their street corn is also vegan, although we did not order it. But I can tell you what it was because I'm looking at the menu. It is charred corn, spiced coconut milk, lime salt. And it sounded really good, but we had already ordered a ton of food and we only have bellies of a finite size. And wallets of a finite size as well. Yes, also that. This is Talking Toes. that one have caffeine in it <laughs> hey this is talking toe news it's a segment of the podcast where becky asks questions during the song about what i'm drinking the answer is a kin 
Akin Euphorics. And it's very tasty. Uh, don't drink the blue one because it's very bad. So bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Hey, this is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and we talk about it. And this one should not be a surprise to anybody who's vegan and pays attention. Uh, it has been forwarded my way several times. This is from Food and Living Vegan, October 3rd, 2023. Taco Bell debuts vegan nacho cheese sauce nationwide, but you'll have to act quick by Liam Gulliver. I almost said Liam Gallagher. And I almost, <laughs> almost said Liam Gulliver. <laughs> oh, like the no. guy who did the travels. And it's all the little people. Lilliputians. No, wait, that's Darby O'Gill. Darby O'Gill and the little people. Lilliputians is Gulliver. Are they small too? Yeah, they're little babies. Little teeny. So who ripped off who? Oh, I don't know. Toeheads, if did Darby O'Gill come first or did Gulliver's Travels come first? Yeah, we're not going to Google it. I'll probably Google it. Okay, well, I'm not. I'm going to forget okay. by the end of this segment. Taco Bell's vegan nacho cheese sauce is launching across the states this month, but only for a limited time. Taco Bell has debuted... Debuted... <laughs> Taco Bell has debuted, 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 debuted. Yeah, the T stays silent. I'm pretty sure. Debuted is funny though, fun to say. <sighs> oh my gosh, debuted sounds too much like debut. Yeah, it can be confusing. Yeah, you got to enunciate, especially if you're a marble mouth like me. <laughs> it can be real confusing. Taco Bell has debuted a vegan nacho cheese sauce asterisk across the states. The food giant's dairy-free dip is the perfect accompaniment to its beloved nacho fries, which recently returned to menus in all U.S. stores. From October 12th, the nacho fries with vegan nacho sauce will launch nationwide, priced at $2.19 for a regular and $2.99 for large. However, this is not a permanent feature to the chain's menu and will only be available whilst stocks last. It's a strange phrase. Is that in the U.K.? Whilst stocks last. That's that sounds like someone in the UK. Well, this is a dot com. Well, Taco Bell's vegan nacho cheese sauce made from chickpeas and soy was recently featured in the brand's vegan crunch wrap trial. Dubbed as the chain's first ever vegan entree, the plant-based wrap was only available for a limited time in cities with notable vegan populations such as L.A. and New York. It was offered at a price parity to its animal based counterpart to make vegan food accessible for all and featured an in-house vegan beef alternative. Ooh. Uh, Gulliver, sorry, Liam Gulliver, Gulliver goes on to say, Gulliver's on to say, uh, more, but you gotta give him that click. Give Gully the click. Oh, we don't give him nicknames. No? No, Liam. Give Liam the click. Our friend Liam. Our friend Liam. Give him the click to read the rest. Couple of things instantly spring to mind. Yeah. One, surprised that it's a proprietary in-house, uh, fake meat on the Crunchwrap that they trialed. It surprised me. That's surprising to me that they do all the work to develop something like that and then just do it limited like that. So that's that. my second point. How are these guys doing? How are they measuring? They've got to be. They're a bunch of eggheads at these fast food companies, right? Mm-hmm. But something like the Crunchwrap, which only shows up in like Orlando for like two weeks. Yeah. How is that a good like test of how it's going to do? Yeah, I don't understand that either. I wonder about that when they do limited cities and then it's like cities that seem pretty random. Right. Or like KFC doing the Beyond Chicken, which we never went even though it was in Atlanta. Yeah. So that's on us. Yeah. It's our sole fault <laughs> that that, that yeah. didn't stick around. Yeah. But like how, 
I don't know what the metrics are for something like that. And I guess that extends to the vegan nacho fries. Although it seems like that's going to be everywhere. So that feels like the most accurate test. But the other thing, well, so Taco Bell's pretty good about customizing your order to be vegan, right? Yeah. Vegans love Taco Bell. So I think that's the other part of it is like something like KFC when they do Beyond Chicken. They're not trying to get vegans because nothing else on the menu is vegan. Yeah. Right? I'm not that You're I'm thinking. aware of. You're like squinting at the ceiling. Maybe like those potato wedges, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe like the ketchup packets. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think I want to eat it. I think... I wonder if they don't know either what's a good data set and they're trying different things. Like, well, we'll try just a couple random cities of different sizes. We'll try major vegan cities. We'll try all the cities. We'll see what gives us the best information. I don't know. Well, do you remember how they did the Impossible Whopper? Did they test out in cities or did they just go whole hog? I think they rolled it out market to market. Like it didn't come to the Southeast for a minute. And, but sure? it was out in other places. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure about that. No. I'm not. Food oh. distribution is not my forte. Yeah, but it could be an interest. It just launched them all well, August 8th, 2019, according to CNBC. Okay. Well, it's clear that you're not a journalist and that you're not the editor of Talk and Toe News because my sources tell me that... Burger King first rolled it out in April in St. Louis restaurants before going nationwide in August. Huh. So it's almost like the exact opposite of what you said. Oh, yeah. And that's why integrity matters in the news business. It also, this CNBC story says a limited time, but um, it, it continues. So I guess it, that their trial went well. Well, all, all of our time is limited. <laughs> Dave, hmm? you know what else yeah. is rolling out nationwide? I'm listening. These ads. Is it Whole Foods Veggie Palooza or whatever? <laughs> what? The ad I keep getting. Oh, no. I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah. Whole Foods is having a thing. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear about it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra 
and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Was it the Whole Foods thing? (laughs) Welcome back to Talking Tofu. What are we doing? We are going to talk about something new that we ate this weekend. We, 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 I'm trying to remember where we were. Oh, I got so mad about this. We went out, we came home, we were realized that none of us had eaten lunch and it was 3 p.m. This is the worst story. (laughs) Then you do it. We went out. We went out. We We came came home. (laughs) We came home from being out and about and we realized it was 3 p.m. and we hadn't eaten lunch. And so we were scouring the freezer for something to make. And in there were these Trader Joe's gluten-free, battered, plant-based, fish fillets first off what i was going to do Mm -hmm. because i had Publix hoagie rolls that i had purchased Mm -hmm. which is a great hoagie roll i was going to make myself garden fishless fillets that i had bought for myself as a little treat Mm -hmm. because they're the best vegan fish like the batter's great you're in the kitchen doing god knows what just sitting there (laughs) and i'm rooting around in the freezer and i can't find the garden i did not eat the garden excuse me you 100% ate the garden. I didn't. You feigned ignorance. First off, you didn't tell me it wasn't in there. You just let me root around in, I, the, in the freezer drawer like a psychopath, <laughs> pulling stuff out. I didn't. Yanking my hair out. I didn't know it wasn't in there. I didn't know your it ever words, was. Your, <laughs> your words on Saturday. Yeah. Were, well, yeah, I ate it if it was in there. But I didn't eat it if it had been in there. But I they weren't. What? I, that is the opposite of what you told me. Was I, your implication was that it's fair game if it's in the freezer? It's not untrue. Still mean and rude to do to special food for, that I choose. I didn't eat it. What, how long ago did you buy this garden? A couple months. I mean, maybe then. Maybe exactly. I, yes. Maybe I did. In the, in the past couple months, maybe I did. But I didn't know it was a special treat for you. I just was like hungry and got something out of the freezer. You didn't even value it. I have to eat lunch every yes, day. I know you do. And you manage every other day without eating my special guardian fishless fillets. I didn't. Know. Anyway, I was mad. I saw this <laughs> box of Trader Joe's fishless fillets. They look like, well, so bad. Might as bad. well just get those. The box looked terrible. I, was so, I bought them like seriously a month ago. And do not want to eat them. But I got them to try them out. So I got them and said, well, I'm just going to make these instead. And he said, well, hey, if you're making those, why don't you make one for me? And then the kid said, I'll have one too. (laughs) And so then my box of three fishless fillets had all been spoken for. I put some 
I put those in one tray. I'm just so mad. I put them in one drawer of the air fryer. And in the other drawer, I put some tots so we could have a little fish and chips. You were staring at me. (laughs) Scary Dave strikes again. You've got to. You've got to. I made tartar sauce for the family. Yeah, you did. I'm a wonderful man. It was good. It was really good tartar sauce. Made my special tartar sauce. Set it out. Go ahead. (laughs) I would never. Set it out on the table. For everybody to dip from, child did not have a single drop of it, but you enjoyed it. I did. I made a little sandwich on my hoagie with it. I was the only one who was having a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, then it came out and then we ate it. It's very yellow, bright yellow, canary yellow. Yeah, they the, the coating is rice flour. And I could you loved t- that fact when you when you got that idea in your head. Well, I it I just felt like it had to be rice flour is a great for breading. It gets so crispy, um, and it's gluten free, which is what they were going for. And um, you could just tell. And I think they used turmeric. I think that's why it was so yellow. But the picture on the box looks disgusting, yeah. like unappetizing. You said I bet this crust is rice flour no fewer than five times. And then after we were done, you went and dug around in the trash to pull the box out. Yeah, to check. And then from the other room, I heard you say, it is rice flour. <laughs> I was proud of myself. Um, yeah. Dave, what do you think about these fillets besides them being yellow? I thought they were fine. Okay. I thought they were fine, Becky. I thought the texture was good. I liked the rice flour that was covering it. I thought that that made a good texture and a good crunch. And I thought the taste of it was a little bit neutral, but it was fine. I think it lives or dies about what you put on it. And I had amazing tartar sauce that I made for my family. So I was happy. Doesn't hold a candle to the Guardian Fishless Filet. Oh, no, not at all. But that's another story. So Dave prepared these using the air fryer directions included on the bag. More and more uh, frozen foods are having air fryer instructions on the back. Thank you. Makes my life so much easier. Uh, These fish, the fish filling part was made of jackfruit and mushroom uh i found it a little mushy i it didn't have that like it was mushy it was too mushy everyone um but it had that nice crisp outside from the rice flour um it didn't have much rice flour did you know that it was rice flour which makes things crispy (laughs) Uh, um, the fla- it didn't have a fishy flavor that I could detect, but it what I tried a bite on its own just to get an idea of what it tasted like. Um, but with the tartar sauce, um, it was good. I thought it was fine, just not very flavorful. I I wouldn't get it again unless it was a lot cheaper than Gardein. Yeah. 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 Well, I liked it more than you. Yeah. But you also forced my hand on making this, mm-hmm. so it's almost kind of like you got what you deserved. Yeah. By eating the garden in the first place. Yeah, this was all on me. So, hey, on a scale of one to ten torture scenes in the first 20 minutes of Saw 3, mm-hmm. how many torture scenes in the first 10, 20 minutes of Saw 3 do you give Trader Joe's gluten-free battered plant-based fish fillets? I'd give it five torture scenes in the first 20 minutes of Saw 3. Okay. I thought it was just fine. Yeah. I'd like, give it like whatever. I'd give it seven torture scenes in the first twenty minutes of Saw Three, because I thought that it was a strong base, and if there's one thing I love, it's building a sandwich, and this compels you to do it. 
Yeah. I think I would have liked it better in a sandwich. I just felt like the texture inside didn't hold up to eating it on its own. And I prefer to eat a fishless filet either in a taco or by itself. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. Also, the picture on the box, in addition to making them look unappetizing, it makes them look tiny. But these are big old filets. They're big. I think Trader Joe's has a picture on the box problem. Yeah. Most of their stuff looks like garbage on the picture on the box. Some of it looks okay, though. This looks actively, like, bad. I think most of it looks bad. Like, if this product tanks, I can tell them that it was the picture on the box. Everyone was like, why would I buy this? And the little doily shit that they do around the edges of the box. Yeah. It's, and all of the... Their design like, thing. I don't know. It's very consistent, though. Like, are they going for some style that I'm not picking up on? I think it's it's giving, like, rich Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Like, it's folksy. And it's not like the tiki direction that I think they started out as with the trader thing. Yeah, maybe they're trying to go away from that because it's a little problematic. I think it's, well, I don't know. I, th I think it's, it's not, it's not like tiki's going anywhere. Yeah, true. But I, I think it's rich people. I think it's rich Cracker Barrel. I think it's, it's going rich Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. sorry, Trader Joe's. Cookie Barrel. Could no. have been better. No. Croissant Barrel. Hmm. Huh. Fancy Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. We got a letter? No, we have a snack oh. to drink. Okay. Hey, Dave. Hey. Let's drink these. We got to put that on ice. I know. Will you go get some no. glasses with ice? Dave has returned. He's got fancy glasses. Hey, you're worth it. Thanks. All right. So this is recess, zero proof, lime, margarita in quotes. I tried to do the quotes with my voice. Why would it be in quotes? It's in quotes. I know, but why? Because margarita doesn't have... imply alcohol. Margarita is tequila, triple sec, lime. Don't, Ooh, it smells don't good. get too much. We've got to do thirds. Oh, yeah, for the kiddo? Yeah. He can have the rest of mine. I don't want the rest of mine. Well, he can have the rest of yours then. All right. All right. Cheers. I was smelling it. It smells bad. It smells like Alka-Seltzer. I'm going to take a sip straight from the, the can. I'm looking at the ingredients. Tastes very thin. It tastes thin. That is what it, I was going to drink from the can because I thought the ice did it. Mm. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. I think the taste is thin. Yeah. It's filtered water, citrus tea infusion, which is more water. Lemon zest, orange zest, agave, lime juice concentrate, pear juice concentrate, orange juice concentrate, lemon juice concentrate, natural flavors, citric acid, sea salt, goyosa extract, L-theanine powder. Ooh, this might not be vegan. Is L-theanine vegan? 
Okay, it's from tea and mushrooms. We're good. We're good. Whew. Um, and lemon balm powder. But it's also a 12-ounce can and only 25 calories. And I think that... But it could... You could still taste more like something. Yeah, I think... Here's the thing. I just had a kin euphorics while we were recording this. Ooh, this has caffeine in it. I think the kin euphorics has really landed on... There's not an ad for kin euphorics, but they've landed on something that has a unique taste. It's not an alcoholic that does give you a tempting. That does. She's trying to drink it while I'm talking about it. I want it. You're making it sound good. <laughs> that does like generate an effect when you drink it. Mm-hmm. And is probably four dollars a can, five dollars mm-hmm. a can, small can, eight ounces, four dollars, five dollars a can. I feel like it's worth it. Like, I feel like you're getting something unique. I feel like you're getting an effect out of it, whether it's placebo or not. Like, it it fits the purpose, mm-hmm. you know? This feels like an expensive soda. An expensive bad soda. Yeah. So I was commenting on the calories because it doesn't have any artificial sweeteners. And you're obsessed with calories. And I'm obsessed yeah, with, you yeah, just classic. Do name. not stop talking about calories. But I use the calories in sodas to figure out how sweet it's going to be. And since this doesn't have any artificial sweeteners, the um, it there's just not that much sugar. It's just not sweet enough. I think the L-theanine, I would rather have something sweeter. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the L-theanine is meant to be the relaxant. Oh, gotcha. But there's also 10 milligrams of caffeine in in this can. Yeah. So we will not be giving... The kid can have one sip. I mean, there's caffeine in, in the kin too. Just to bring it back to the kin euphoric that I think is a good bang for the buck. Yeah. Uh, we should do all the kins. Yeah, that'd we be We should fun. watch uh, a relaxing movie and drink all the kins. That'd be fun. Kins. That's a great idea. Um, yeah, because there's one that isn't. Which one is it? The non-vegan one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give these a... <laughs> What do you give them? Yeah, we got a letter. Uh, kid begged us to try these. Yeah, on could the pod so that he could drink them. He could not wait to try them. Poor guy. Carolina writes. I do not like listening to couples argue, so I'm on Team Becky for once. <laughs> Feel free to edit that out. Hearing people argue makes me incredibly uncomfortable. So to that, I would ask. Did we argue in this episode? What level of arguing do you consider arguing? Caroline? Oh, yeah. Because we argue all the time, but like fun arguing. Uh, <laughs> and also sometimes... One, one person's fun. <laughs> yes. Is another person's foul. Yes. And so that's what I'm saying. That's the question that I'm asking. I will... We don't get to declare that it's fun to somebody who's made uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It. Fun. We're having fun okay. arguing. Like, we have fun arguments. Still subjective, but closer to being objective. Yes. So I will say that when we first launched this podcast, you know, my friends all listened to the first few episodes because they're good friends. And then they stopped. (laughs) Well, Well, I wouldn't listen to my friend's podcast. (laughs) Well, one of my friends. What a drag. One of my friends said she had to stop listening. And she said because we argued so much, it stressed her out. Wow. I know. I don't remember. Who? I forget. Who? <laughs> Scary Dave. Yeah. Try to make that a thing. <laughs> I'm going to make t-shirts, listener. Oh. oh, Carolina, please get back to us. I, I want to know. 
what how how far is too far yeah what's your threshold yeah and if we should put content warnings if there are actual tense arguments on the episode either um, way what? Okay. either way thank you for your letter okay i guess you're doing it no you want to do it you do it uh, i'm on break okay either way thank you for the letter carolina and thank you for listening if you're enjoying the show don't forget to rate review and subscribe to us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts it really helps us out and we just love reading those five-star reviews we might even read yours on the pod and do us a big favor and tell a friend about us word of mouth is the number one way that people discover our little show it's true tell a friend if you post a story about it on it on the Instagram and you tag us, we will share that story. <laughs> it's true. Another way that you can support the show is by picking up some merch. Grab yourself a talk and tofu mug, tea, sticker, and more in our tea public shop, teapublic.com slash talkin' tofu. Talkin' dash tofu. Did I say that? Talkin' dash tofu. Sorry, Toeheads, this is a new part of the script. New part, I'm acclimating my mouth to it. And I'm Glue and Glitter on Instagram and threads, and you can find my recipes, including that potato casserole, at glueandglitter.com. I'm still on break. You can just give him mine. Dave is line leader on Twitter, Instagram, and threads, and line leader was taken on TikTok. He's thinking about changing. No. 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 Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc., our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.